Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Tree Blosser. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People sharing ways to improve your life. And Jonah, today we'll be speaking with Melissa McCoy about abilities first, but not until right after these important messages, so don't go anywhere. Would I ever leave you? What can you do as a member of Rotary? You can eradicate polio. You can promote peace. You can feed the hungry. You can help children do better in school. Whether it's helping to eliminate a dreaded disease, volunteering at a food bank, or equipping a school library, Rotary is people who know that by working together, you can do anything. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell, and welcome back to this edition of Radio Rotary. I'm joined by my co-host, Jonah Trebwasser. Good morning, Sarah O'Connell. Good morning, Jonah Trebwasser of Radio Fame and Fortune. Thank you for sitting in. It's my pleasure. <laughs> today, Jonah. I would never miss this. You wouldn't miss it because you know today... Why? We got a great guest today. We do. Her name is Melissa McCoy, and she is um, representing Abilities First, and we're going to get right to it. She's going to explain to us what that what that organization is. Right after we say good morning, Melissa McCoy. Well, good morning to both of you. Thank you for having me it's today. It's our pleasure. So tell us, what is Abilities First? Abilities First is an organization that has been in the community for a long time, since 1962. Uh, It began in what many in the area uh, know as rehab programs. And in 2008, it did uh, go through a transition and change the name to be more uh, representative of what the program and the mission was to Abilities First. Abilities First um, provides uh, developmental and intellectual uh, individuals with disabilities a myriad of programs and services. And those are for those from preschool all the way through end-of-life services. So it's a full spectrum of of life programming. um, and we can, we can delve, as we're talking, into lots of different aspects of that. Um, we provide services to school children from 19 different school districts in the Hudson Valley. My so goodness, while that we covers are, a lot of territory. It does. So while most people know it as a Dutchess County-based uh, organization where most of our facilities are, the services um, are, are reaching out far beyond that, over toward Tannersville, near Hunter Mountain. Oh, sure. Out to Walk Hill, Newburgh, um, throughout uh, Putnam, Orange, Columbia, Greene County. And so, how many facilities do you have? Facilities, we have about 20 different facilities and growing uh, from schools, uh, preschool and a regular school, which goes from age 5 to 21. But we also have residential programs, uh, supportive housing. We have day programs where individuals come, work training centers. And then while uh, most people think of those directly providing getting a service all day long at our programs we also have uh, integrated employment services so individuals that may be in special education in school now can go through school to work as they progress and and plan for transition into the adult world well that sounds terrific yeah, and it sounds like you've got an awful lot of on your plate let's take them one at a time sure. now um let's talk about schooling you said you're uh, schooling for um 
people who have special challenges. What kind of challenges are we talking about, Melissa McCoy? These children are coming. Um, they've been identified at a young age for our preschool and have a, a myriad of developmental disabilities. Maybe, maybe one aspect, such as autism, um, uh, hearing impairment, visually impaired, but they also may have multiple uh, conditions that need to be addressed at the same time. But now autism, there's a huge spectrum of autism. Correct. And some of it can be very severe. So is everybody um, eligible for these services? The evaluation goes through the school district and quite often, as, as you know, many school districts can provide uh, those programs uh, right at in their uh, uh, facilities, but there gets to be a point where the level of care needs to be in a different type of a setting, such so, as ours. So, so the, the children come to you. It's not that you have these programs in the individual public and, and parochial schools. We they do primarily come to us, but one instance which we have an interest in collaboration, which is uh, very beneficial, is our school program. Uh, we also have a location in the Red Hook School District in their physical building. So there's an opportunity which is optimal because it allows inclusion, integration, socialization amongst their peers. So that's a wonderful way of, of providing the service that they need at a different level than, than the school district may be able to provide, but we are integrated into that environment. So if there's a parent with a child who has a developmental disability who would like to take advantage of uh, abilities first, the uh, local school system, with the exception of Red Hook, who has an on-site facility, would bus them to your facility? They go through their school district's program for approval right. through the special education uh, department and get the approval, um, and, and then they have um, choices of where they can make selection of where they would place their child if they're receiving those um, uh, opportunities outside of the school district. And Abilities First um, is starting to rise as one of the premier selections from this school districts, and we're adding school districts very quickly. So is there any cost to the family? The, it, the money follows the child from the school district to the school. So the, it is all inclusive of the New York State Education Department. And the primary, uh, the, the key thing that is most important is children with varying levels of disabilities the, the key to getting them to their optimal potential within that 5 to 21 year span. Now most of us think of 18 or 19 being the age that you would graduate. The New York State School uh, Education Department follows them with resources through the age of 21. So getting them uh, life skills, independence, communication uh, capability, because quite often about 75% are without uh, verbal um, communication skills. Getting them to attain the highest level of skills that they can before they transition into the adult world after age 21, which is when they transition to the OPWDD, Office with People with Developmental Disabilities. They leave the New York State Education Department program and transfer. So schooling is critical for any child. Um, early intervention is really great uh, at it for any child, but certainly for these individuals that, that we can get them to their highest potential. Our guest on Radio Rotary is Melissa McCoy of Abilities First, and we're talking about the great services that our fabulous organization offers those uh, in need. Now, this uh, schooling you spoke, spoke about, Melissa, is it academic? Is there a separate vocational track, or is it a mixture of both? It's primarily, there is an educational component. The, the typical classroom um, a curriculum is going on in the classroom. They're going through weather, they're doing geography, there's lights out, and they're doing something with the solar system. So you will walk in and see all those things uh, occurring. They just need to learn in a different uh, modality than, than many children do. It can't be in the standard classroom modality. Do you mix um, age groups? 
Very good question. Um, where you might see five and six-year-olds typically together in a school, the uh, state education department with some specific parameters allows there to be maybe a five through eight years old or eight through 14 years Depending old. Depending on where they are, the their need, learning ability or exactly. needs or however you want to categorize and, it. And these classrooms are very, very different than your typical classroom. There's not tables and chairs and, and one uh-huh. teacher. There is usually a teacher, uh, a few aides. Many of these children come with a nurse traveling with them from their home in the school's uh, transportation. Is, is this a residential program or they go home at the end of they the day? They go home at the end of the day. Right. So there's it's a, it's a program and that's the value of having a school that can allow them to come to socialization, all the other aspects that, that a school environment can benefit, rather than a service coming into their home. That's not a program. Mm-hmm. So we want them to have all the other things that, that are allowed. So is that a goal? Is that to integrate and mainstream? Sure. If, if you broke your leg and, and you had to be home for a couple of weeks, just having the teacher come and teach you doesn't give you all the other benefits that a school environment It's not provides. as rounded. Absolutely. And, and many uh, children and their families that may be medically frail and unable to come to the school, we are definitely looking to accommodate opportunities to let them have the whole uh, experience. Well, now would be a great time, Melissa McCoy, to get out your uh, contact information if there are parents or grandparents at home uh, who have a special child in their life who could use the wonderful services of Abilities First. Uh, how would they get in touch with you, Melissa? And what, do you have a website? Yes, we do. Uh, www.abilitiesfirstny.org. As well, they can call our main number at 845-485-9803. And they you can repeat that? Sure, 845-485-9803. And we are also on Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn, so we're, we're making sure we You're get the everywhere. message out. <laughs> yeah, well, well that's folks, what we're looking to do with our programs as well. Yeah. Well, there you go. Social media <laughs> strikes again. Folks that's at right. home, get a pencil and paper. We'll have our guest, Melissa McCoy of Abilities First, repeat all that contact information. So you have, uh, besides the school, you have uh, other things like a work training center? What's that all about? Right. So as we talked about the transition, once they've uh, uh, reached the age of 21, an individual transfers into office with uh, people with developmental disabilities, which now does not have the little yellow school bus coming every day, if we think of all the things that come with that. And they have opportunities to go into some of our other programming or other community-based programs, uh, their programming, which may include uh, community habilitation, day habilitation. Uh, We have residential programming. We have a lot of progressive plans in place to bring the programming to the community that's needed based on uh, change of what federal government is supporting or directing, uh, as well as other um, interests of uh, demand. The Work Training Center is a location uh, where individuals come to each day. They have meaningful work, just like we all like to have and feel that we're fulfilled and doing something. And where is that located physically? That's over on Overrocker Road. Presently, okay. um, so which is in which town? I'm sorry, Poughkeepsie, New York. Okay, so that's where our, our main location is. But as I said, there's 20 locations throughout the uh, the county. Um, so individuals will come there. We have 21 bus routes that that go out throughout Dutchess County to pick up um, the individuals who are attending our day hab, our community hab, as well as the work training center. So those who are capable of developing their skills and gaining opportunity, maybe for a job shadowing, on to maybe. Some some gainful employment 
that's the spot where they can test and that's, their skills. That's and, a goal for you. Absolutely. So I, when we come back, because we're about to end this session, I'd like to learn more about the residential programs as well. And we will right after we remind our listeners that they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Treboss and my co-host is the effervescent Sarah O'Connell. Our very special guest is Melissa McCoy of Abilities First. And Sarah, who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah and Melissa, Radio Rotary is sponsored by JGS, your central partner for all of your accounting and business consulting needs. Call them at 845-692-9500. And by Salisbury Bank and Trust, your local bank for all of your personal, business, and wealth management needs. And you can visit them at salisburybank.com and by the featured Rotary Clubs of Brewster East Fishkill, Fishkill Goshen, and Highland, New York. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. Salisbury Bank and Trust offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, and commercial lending, trust and wealth management services. With 13 locations throughout the tri-state region, in Dutchess and Orange Counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts. And now including the Riverside Bank Division with offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, and Newburgh, New York. Salisbury Bank is your local personal bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal, business, and wealth management needs. Check them out at salisburybank.com. That's salisburybank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, CPAPC, is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. Welcome back to the second half of Radio Rotary this morning. I'm Sarah O'Connell, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jonah Treboiser. It's an unending pleasure to spend the day with you. As well it should be, Jonah. <laughs> and today, when you're uh, tired of me, you can continue talking to Melissa McCoy, who is from Abilities First, and her official title is Chief Advancement Officer. I'll have and, to find out what that is. Well, we've, we've learned an awful lot in the past segment. So let's just get right to it. Hi there, Melissa. Welcome back to the second half of Radio Rotary. Thank you so much for having me today. And uh, just to give a recap for anyone who tuned in late, what's Abilities First all about? Abilities First is a uh, progressive program um, for birth through end of life for individuals with developmental and intellectual disabilities. Um, but we are growing to be more than that. So uh, we'll, hopefully we'll get a chance to talk about how we look to meet the needs of the community, um, provide programming and housing and, and a lot of other uh, opportunities that and are inclusive. And this is um, all ages from kindergarten, basically. Preschool. Preschool yeah. to... Through seniors. Yeah. 
seniors. And then after that, to help people um, who have the ability and who have had training, possibly through your organization, to go out into the workforce. Yeah, the community is a big player. Um, as you referred to my title and advancement, it's really about moving our organization forward in, in community awareness. Um, we were responsible for fund development and raising funds to provide quality of life opportunities for all these different divisions of our services. And it's really, uh, we find it a great personal responsibility to make the community comfortable and, and think differently as uh, the uh, county executives platform is focused on so that everyone is understood to be a part of this community. And when and you say included. county executive, you mean of Dutchess County? Dutchess County. However, yeah. your organization serves what counties? It actually serves seven counties in the region. We have 19 different school districts who have um, children specifically who are coming to our locations. The adult population is a little bit more of, of the local uh, Dutchess County region. Gotcha. We do have some that are outside of that area as and well. You, and you run a school for pre-K right up to through um, post high school? Pre-K is one school at Myers Corners uh, Road area, and then we have uh, five through 21 years old, which is located in Poughkeepsie on North Road. And you have a special school in Red Hook. And it's extension of that five to 21-year-old uh, school is located in the Red Hook School District. But excitingly, we were just awarded a $1.2 million grant, and we will be sledgehammering uh, an existing building and renovating it shortly to be a state-of-the-art school for these children and give them the optimal environment of technology. Can we announce where that location will be? Or yes, are you ready to announce? Absolutely. Go ahead. It, it will, hopefully we'll be uh, uh, having a, a ribbon cutting in September, but it will be at Fireman's Way in LaGrange. Mm-hmm. And it will be what these children, as well as many other children from this region, um, need to learn at the in the way that they learn best. So, Terrific. Melissa McCoy of Abilities First, what got you interested in this kind of work? I uh, actually had a different uh, industry that I was in for, for years. Grew up in family business. and But it was always a volunteer from a young age, Rotary was around me growing up. Oh, I was good. the daughter of here, a here. Rotarian, had ah. youth exchange students in our house uh, forever. So community service, giving to the community, being a part of service above self was something that I have just been a fabric of my life. Of course, life. it's not too late for you two to be a Rotarian. Uh, well, I know. Here, here comes the press now. <laughs> <laughs> and folks at home, if you'd like to meet great people like Melissa McCoy and get involved in the great work of Rotary, go to rotary.org, R-O-T-A-R-Y.org, click on the club locator button, find out where your local club meets, joins us, join us, I should say, for the uh, fun, the food, and the fellowship, and get to work with some great people like Melissa McCoy of Abilities First. So, Miss McCoy, in between all the work you're doing and the fact you're going to become a Rotarian, you also have uh, a work training center. We talked a little bit about that in the first uh, uh, part of the show, and um, that's what they used to call vocational training. Or sheltered yes, workshop. Yes, sheltered workshop, which is um, a focus to to go away and, and replace that with more community based work opportunities. So part of my um, involvement out in the community is to develop those opportunities, uh, meeting with a, a large organization or a small private on, or organization to give an individual who has some skills to experience or sh- job shadow or work with a group. We have many uh, individuals at the colleges, at large uh, businesses, small businesses throughout the area. And we are continually looking for businesses that can provide that opportunity. So if a business is listening and they'd like to reach out to you, where would they contact you to discuss a possible opportunity? We'd welcome the opportunity to meet with them. They can call me directly at 845-485-9803, extension 223. And we will meet with them and put them together so they can explore and learn and and feel comfortable and understand what the opportunities are. And you have a website? Yes, www.abilitiesfirst.com. 
spelled out ny.org. And folks, don't so, get a pencil and paper because Melissa will repeat that before the close of the show. Um, so there's many opportunities, and some aren't, aren't just paid opportunities. There's many individuals. Um, your local Meals on Wheels has individuals from our organization going and filling the bags, and they're going door to door and delivering. So it's a That's lot of fabulous. opportunities to collaborate um, with lots of organizations as well as businesses. Let's talk a little bit about what happens after age 21. You know, my wife's uncle um, was developmentally disabled, and my wife's grandmother, who lived well into her 90s, always said, who's going to take care of Jack after I close my eyes? And we were able to uh, have my wife's uncle Jack go into... um, a, a situation where he could stay in the apartment, but he uh, had social workers visiting, and you know he could take care of himself, and he had a job in a sheltered workshop. But I understand that you have something called supportive housing and supervised housing. What is that, and what's the difference between okay. the two? We have a variety of, of different types of housing. Um, supervised housing or supportive housing, that can be mixed. You had an independent individual who was yeah. fortunate to stay in their own environment, and as you said, those services came to check on him, so there was somebody to monitor until maybe the was a point that he couldn't do those things on his own, and then he could uh, transition to the next level. Uh, when you think of group homes uh, where a couple individuals live together, they are not able to live as independently as, as he was able to. So that's where you have supervised housing. That individual comes, uh, there's someone there 24 hours a day, um, you know, on, in uh, phases, and those individuals always have someone around them to care for them, to transport them, um, to help them with cooking. But the focus of all all of our services are not into doing for the individuals, but to getting to them to be independent and doing for themselves as, as much as they can. I, I'm sure one of the concerns of family members is uh, finances. You know, they, they don't want their relatives, who may not be as sophisticated as others, to be taken uh, advantage of financially. Do you have a financial counseling or people who handle their checkbooks and all? We actually, the, the, yes, that does occur within our system. And one offering to try and educate the community we will be doing soon is a guardianship um, opportunity for them to understand about guardianship as well as special needs trusts so that those... Uh, systems can be put into place to protect the assets that may come to this individual and someone is identified then to, to provide the oversight for those care. And do you provide the legal services for that? Because I assume that sometimes you need a lawyer to draft the uh, We don't provide those services, court. but we educate the community on where those resources are, the types of resources that they would need. So we want to provide beyond the, the daily services that we provide, we want to connect the community and the community to us um, so that everyone can best understand who individuals are, how they can interrelate. Um, so we're going out to the community and doing those types of training. So at, as far as the community is concerned, I'm sure some of the community people would like to know, where does your funding come from? How are you structured? Who hand, who helps you with uh, the operating of it financially? The Medicaid follows the individual. Or okay. we, we have two different things. We have school and we have okay. um, the adult population. So their, their resources, the funding comes in through the federal government, through the Medicaid waivers and such. But outside of the things, just like any of us, we need to have those funds to do the extra quality of life things. They don't pay for the renovations of our buildings. They don't pay for transportation for mm-hmm. everything. So the organization, just like any organization, self, uh, human service organization, has resources that come in to provide the program, but not the whole life experience. So that's where the community is greatly looked to to help support, to provide for those individuals. Those and, and right now, Melissa McCoy, 
Savoy of Abilities First, how many people are you helping out? Uh, from children right up to adults. Yep, anywhere from 1,500 to 2,000, depending That's on how fabulous. many services uh, are provided a day. It's a large uh, economic uh, engine in the community. We have a $33 million budget. Mm -hmm. uh, we employ up to 600 individuals, and that's not including those that, that maybe the nursing staff that are assigned and with a child. That's outside of our system. So we are a, a large provider to, to care for this population, and the demand is unfortunately um, increasing. Let's get out that contact information one more time before we close the show. Your phone number? Thank you. 845-485-9803, extension 223. And your website? www.abilitiesfirstny.org. And for people at home who might be listening who are trying to cope on their own with someone with a developmental disability who um, have a, a concern about putting somebody in a quote-unquote institution or a special school, heart to heart, tell them why Abilities First is the place to, to consider. It is an absolutely moving location. The mission of what we do and why we do it and the people that work there um, is it's family. And you will see from any of our locations that you go in, these individuals that work there and want to care for these individuals have a passion and a calling to do it. And just like nursing or other industries. It's you, a calling. It is a calling. And, and those individuals that are then receiving that care have a personal family member technically caring for them and providing um, and, and helping them reach their greatest potential. Well, Melissa McCoy, uh, Melissa McCoy of uh, Abilities First, thanks so much for everything you do for the less fortunate, for the developmentally disabled, and for your clients, and thanks for joining us this morning on Radio Rotary. Thank you to both of you for having me. It was our pleasure. Our and who pleasure. do we thank Miss Sarah O'Connell for bringing us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by JGS, your essential partner for all of your business needs. Call them at 845-692-9500 and by Salisbury Bank. Bank and Trust, your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Contact them on SalisburyBank.com and the featured Rotary Clubs in New City, New Paltz, Patterson, Philmont, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Wallkill East, and Warwick Valley. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell, our producer Kathy Kruger, and our Wizard of the Buttons, our engineer Mr. Jay Verzi, this is Jonah Trebowasser thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org. Hudson Valley Rotarians invite you to support Shelterbox USA as they provide disaster relief aid for victims around the world. Shelterbox disaster response teams are on site assessing people's needs and ensuring that your invaluable support goes directly to those who need it most. For more information and to donate, go to ShelterboxUSA.org. That's Shelterbox USA. USA.org.